Well, welcome back to Miles Driven with me, Miles. Oh, and head of science. Head of science? Yeah. Have you just pulled something out your back pocket there, Sam? Because no, you were completely uh, for some reason I was waiting for you to say more in your sentence than you say every week. Yeah, I thought I that was good. I said it. <laughs> it um, didn't sound... Welcome back to another episode of Miles Driven with, with me, me Miles. Miles. You did say with me, Miles, didn't you? Yeah, said my own name. Uh, unless someone's listening to this right now and going, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, what a lovely start to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so dishevelled. Do, do you want to explain head of science? Um, no. No, I didn't think you would. Well, it, it follows along with head of weather, which I realise should have been head of meteorology. Do you know the problem is you've set yourself up an absolute treat because the first thing I want to bring up in this podcast okay. is BMW. Challenge me. Yeah. <laughs> BMW have made a low volume iX5 that runs off hydrogen. Yeah. Okay. Now, BMW have got a history of doing this. They pick one of, their, one of their cars. They did it for the 7 Series for years. And then they see how viable hydrogen would be in that car. Yeah. Now... Would you, Sam, knowing all the elements of, or sorry, all the dangers and pros and cons of, of using hydrogen right. and keeping it stable and everything else with right. more science? Yeah. Would you drive a car that had a hydrogen fuel cell in it? The only one, by the way, just as a note, on sale today, uh, the Toyota Miria. Okay. Mirai? I now, think that's the only one you can actually buy today, just as a side note. I understand your question. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Mm -hmm. With okay. my PhD in science. Yes. However, this is a chemistry question. I'm more biology. More biology, yeah. are you? So unfortunately, I can't answer. Because I, I wouldn't want to profess to have expertise that I don't. Right. And That's you... not what we're about on the Master. No, we're not. Everything I say each week is 100% fact. But you must have... I just speak in facts. When, when you did your, all your science studies... Yeah. You must have done some general science then. No, I was down. so clever. So you started... So clever at biology that I got fast-tracked. So you started specialising in biology yeah. and ran with it. You know how if you get famous, you get made like an honorary professor? Oh, yeah. So I got an honorary chemistry degree. Right. <laughs> From the University yeah. of Hustlers. Right. Argue that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a bit of an interesting one. So they, his, so they've done the the E thirty nine seven series, the E, I can't remember the coding. Is it E sixty? No, E sixty was a five series, wasn't it? Sam, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that people probably won't be too bothered. Probably won't care, will they? Um, the point being, I don't that, say no, I wouldn't say they wouldn't care. Just might not be too fussed if you can't remember okay. the exact. A few generations of the seven series had combustible hydrogen. So they had the regular V twelve engine. Then they had that modified so that it could combust hydrogen in the cylinders. Okay. And then it would produ obviously produce power. Yeah. And have a range similar to a, a petrol car. It would always be less, but they could sort of do two, 250 miles on a full tank. A tank was quite large. It would take up sort of half the boot. But, <laughs> and the back seat. <laughs> yeah. But in a seven series, you have this cavernous boot anyway. So people, yeah. you could... People who were buying them could still get their golf clubs in the back. So it was, well, that's all they really care about. BMW don't officially sell these vehicles. What they do is they lease 100 of them to customers that would like them. Okay. Uh, usually they're just preferential customers that probably work for or with BMW. Right. So the chance of you as a punter going into a BMW dealer and getting one is low. But okay. the whole point of that is they did this. What were we in 2020? did this about... Oh, 25 years ago. It just shows wow. how far ahead they were in this thinking. And they did it with combustible hydrogen. So as in, you know, you pull up to a hydrogen fuel station, just like a petrol station. Yeah. Plug in, hit go, 
and um, all the advertising stuff they did with it sped the video up because it is right. not that fast to put through. It, it, it would be about two kilos of hydrogen. So two kilos wow. doesn't sound much, as in weight. Yeah. But it's actually quite a lot. Well, space-wise, I'd know that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, this is, yeah. It takes up a and, cavernous amount of and space. And hydrogen is, as you know, Sam, yeah. not particularly heavy. No. So no. It's like helium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, in no way at all <laughs> apart from the games of H but they would they would be able to switch between um, they, so they would keep the petrol tank okay. and you could switch to use well, it interestingly if you didn't need the petrol tank if you came mm. up with one that didn't and you could replace the fuel tank so with... this was what was interesting is that the reason BMW always kept the petrol tank is because they understood that the, the, the major hurdle they, they could make hydrogen uh, yeah. they could make an engine that combusted hydrogen that mm -hmm. wasn't the, the problem the problem was if someone one of their customers for example was in berlin filled up with hydrogen drove 200 miles to their destination and then didn't have any they, they yeah. would probably not be somewhere because like what is the uk's got like six hydrogen stations or something or 16 okay. germany's got more but they are not on every street corner like a petrol station yeah. so you kind of had to keep the ability of a petrol tank um, and then also offer this new technology. Yeah. Now, what's happened in the last two generations of BMW vehicles is they've switched away from combusting the hydrogen, which I actually think is a bit sad because I think there was an opportunity there that's not being fully utilised. But I understand why. It's because they basically said it's more efficient for them to use that hydrogen to power an electric battery. Okay. So it becomes an electric car, but it does have a byproduct of water. Yeah. But it, it's an odd one because it doesn't. It it does fall under all the EV sort of um, government. Basically, governments uh, and and the EU and governments around the world, they really are obsessed with plugs. Right. Like like the, well, if you show them a plug, they will get a, a trouser trunch and the size of because <laughs> yeah. the plug is really where they're going for. But if you explain that you can still have your electric dream but using any other method <laughs> yeah. they're completely lost it'd be like walking a school child sort of you know here's your school you know what that school is yeah here is the scary playground thing that's yeah. got you know and go and enjoy yourself <laughs> <laughs> they're just terrified of anything that isn't on a plug to the point and i brought this up in a previous podcast when the, this is just Europe for a second Yeah. when the EU were to introduce to e-fuels as in major car manufacturers said um by the way we've kind of worked this one out we can make yeah. net zero carbon neutral fuels and put them mm -hmm. in our combustion engines they said nine <laughs> <laughs> and i don't actually think they said nine because i don't think it was a german guy but they they just refused it outright why? and then and then when they said well give us three or four months and we'll show you how this works and we'll show you the zero tailpipe emission we'll yeah. show you how we produce it and we'll show you how this can be a net zero, as much you know, as close as uh, an electric can be zero. But obviously, the power's got to be made somewhere. Yes. So currently, an electric car, unless you are, you know, off the grid on your own solar cells and wind farm, and you're plugging it in that way, and then you know, I'm all, I'm all um, renewable. Yeah. But when you're into the grid, you know, the grid needs extra power. It can. Well, we saw it during. The last year you know they'll they'll start a coal plant if they have to because yeah. people need power yeah the economy to record podcasts yeah, exactly 
Well, think of the economy. If we couldn't do a podcast, so exactly, everything would be, people be would be on out, its knees. People would be refusing to go to work for a start because like, I've got nothing to listen to now. There'd be riots in the streets. Oh, straight away, I'd imagine, led by us. <laughs> Everybody be on strike. <laughs> um, but they they sort of they just didn't want to hear it, and I kind of. It's not that I get it, but I understand why they were so against it because they were so obsessed with pushing, yeah, you know, plug, plug, plug. That when someone then said there are other options, they were like, We don't do other options, we just do plug it in, yeah, because they've given out all these grants for people to have the <laughs> plugs installed on the side of their house, exactly that. So <clears throat> when it's come to uh the hydrogen side they it's kind of got a pass as long as it's powering an electric motor it's okay. it's like it's in this oddity where it gets classed as a how is bev so battery electric vehicle plus something okay so it still gets to go i'm zero tax and all that sort of stuff but it doesn't get the full whack of help i don't believe not across <laughs> europe it's it's an oddity now, BMW, they're not going to sell this. It's a, it's a, it's a regular X5. Mm -hmm. They replace... I mean, you can see... I'll just show you a picture, Sam, so you can see it. It's just a... You know... Yeah. Like an X5 you would buy. They put their own sort of stickers on it and paint, you know, painted a little bit of it blue just so you can see... Um, that but, it could blow up at any moment. Yeah. But for all <laughs> intents and purposes, it's a white BMW X5 with the word hydrogen written along the side. Yeah. What, I, what, what I'm interested in, though, is as a consumer... Would you want to fill up with hydrogen? I don't see that it's much more dangerous than petrol, which is also extremely flammable. Um, well, hydrogen blows up. If, yeah, I know. Obviously. If. Yeah. <laughs> so Why are you questioning chief, me? Chief scientist here, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously petrol can, but you have to... Yeah, you have to... Have I mean, Hollywood have to do quite a lot to make petrol tanks blow up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I would assume, once it's released, that it's safe, so... Yeah, they sort of put it in this um, this really strong container. <laughs> it's a Kevlar tank. Yeah, I, mean, I think the car weighs eight tons. <laughs> you know what? I genuinely think it is a Kevlar tank. The hilarious thing is that it does add weight, but the iX5 weighs two thousand four hundred and sixty yes, kilos. It does, which is three. which we have discussed at length on this podcast. Yes, <laughs> that was the, oh, that was the i7. Ah, no, no, I'm just talking about this iX5. Well, we could go down that road this again. Is, this is 300 kilos lighter. Oh, that's all right. My car. Well, that's all right. Then. So it just shows that actually they've added weight, but they're sort of able to take it away in other places. And I mean, two and a half tons is still an outrageously high figure for. I've, I've actually I've been doing a little bit of research into this because I heard that car weights are now increasing at like they're increasing at the highest proportion ever right so you know car weights sort of they've been going up because originally cars were well carts mm -hmm. with a sort of one cylinder motor that could do yeah. five miles an hour so <laughs> that didn't weigh much <laughs> then they got to be metal boxes then they got to be metal boxes with crumple zones so that it wasn't just you that was the crumple zone yeah then they started to have more safety then they started to get a bit bigger a bit more luxurious so car weights have been creeping up you know since the inception of cars really We're, yeah the you know a lotus elise it was like the exception yeah rather than the rule of what cars have been doing some of that is because people insist on buying larger vehicles mm -hmm. you know if you only could buy one four by four and 50 cars most people would drive a car of course but it's the flip of that so yeah. and uh, you know 
bigger the car, the more metal, the more it's going to weigh. But in the last sort of 10-ish years, if you looked at it proportionally, it's the highest increase, just as everyone's concentrating on saying, oh, well, we should try and be more efficient. Being more efficient doesn't really add up with higher weight because you're moving more mass. Yes. It's a bit of a bizarre one for me that we're still... I would have thought the big push at the minute, if if you want to sell electric cars, would be to sell them and then sort of say, but our one is lighter. Yeah. Because it, it, it works in two ways. It's higher performance, which, to be honest, probably no one cares about anymore, electric cars, because they're all doing 0 to 60 in half a second, yes. blowing people's faces off. But it's the range. Exactly. Well, that's what it's all about. If you can offer someone a petrol tank's worth of range in an electric car reliably... Yeah. You'll, so, sell it, you'll sell it in droves. And if you can cut like half a tonne of weight out of a car, I mean, the Range Rovers did this when they went from the L322 that I have to mm -hmm. the next generation. They cut like 250 kilos or something. The cars became, A, a lot better to drive yep. because they were move, you know, they were physically moving less mass left and right when they turned. Now they make an SVR that goes around the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but then the range increases because every time the car moves, you know, whether it starts stopping or whether it's just cruising along, it is actually moving yeah. less weight. Well, if you if you are 19 stone, yeah. it'll take you more effort and you'll feel more difficult to run on a treadmill than if you were 13 stone yeah. and the same that, person. That's why we do not see many sort of uh, 19 stone marathon runners or sprinters. No, I've I've not seen many guys who are doing the strongman of that year. Then seeing them in London doing the marathon. And then doing the marathon. Yeah. Like it, the, those two things don't normally go together. No. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the BMW i7, Sam? Or do you want to talk about... Oh, I've got a choice. Dacia are going to do a hybrid. Wow. It's like the most difficult choices I've ever been mm. presented with. Because... How do you choose between two such brilliant subjects? Yeah, it's two completely different vehicles as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, See, and, and all the listeners right now have got a bit of pressure on you because they've all got their preference. Yeah, I'm they sure all, they have. We want Let's, we've talked about BMW. Let's talk about someone else. Okay. Dacia then. Uh, so the Jogger, which <laughs> is, in my view, this is the car that every, like, as, as a sign to the world of what people want from a car. Yeah. Everyone with a family should go and buy a Dacia Jogger. Okay. Because it answers every single problem that a family wants. It has, if you, at a push, it has seven. Uh, it actually has seven seats. Okay. It's a bit higher off the ground than uh, the hatchback sort of Sandero. So it yeah. has that lifted, but it's not an SUV. But, yeah. you know, it's got that lifted look. It's brand new, starting at £23,000. And they're doing it as a hybrid. Like if you start to tick off, well, there's a new plug-in. Or... No, no, just a reg, just yeah, a, yeah. you know the what a hybrid should be. Yeah, yeah just a, just a regular self-charging hybrid. As you drive along, you set off. That's under electric. Then all your other mileage is on yeah. the engine. It's it's filling in all the gaps to keep the efficiency as high as possible. Twenty-three. 000. People need to run out in droves and show. Yeah, but what's it like inside? I'll get a picture for you. I know I'm, I know it's always bad when I get pictures because I know the people listening can't. But people can go off your reaction, Sam. So yeah, you th yeah. you're thinking of Audi and all that sort of stuff? No, I'm just thinking of a Dacia that I've seen before. Yeah. <laughs> Which looks like, I don't know, someone's made it out of Lego. Can you see that? Do you just about, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it looks, it looks quite nice. Like, if you think yeah. of Hyundai, 
Yeah. And, you know, Kia, uh, Ford. Yeah, we're, we're not talking like Bentley. It's not a Bentley. In but there. it's nice. But if you got in that and you'd spent £23,000 and you had a brand new car, like, yeah. this is warranted, everything out the door, and this is the hybrid version, mm. £23,000 you've spent and you get in that, like... I mean, to be honest, as long as it's got your phone connectivity, which it will have, because what car You doesn't? can see it's got the... The big screen yeah. in it. For, like it's um, going to have Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, isn't I it? I think so. it's also got... Yeah, and it's got a, a thing for apps. I'll just... Oh, yeah. Can you okay. see it? Yeah, it's got... So you can... You know, if you've got a, a Maps on your phone, you yeah. can just put it onto the screen. But it's answering a question. And it looks all right as well. It does. Which I has mean, been the big Dacia problem. I have you got a picture of the back? Because yeah, is, this, is this out now? This is like, just... So I saw one yesterday on the road. This I has think. just just come out. The, the jogger is has been out for about. So yeah, so I saw one. I of those. was writing a news story on this thing, but a year ago. Yeah, so it's, I saw one of those on the road. It's a fairly new car. So from the back, it's not. That looks like a Volvo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's not the one I thought. Is it had a facelift? Then I'm guessing maybe. Uh, no, this is a new car. So you might have seen the. Oh, okay. You might have seen the Duster. No, it's not the Duster. It looks a bit like a Duster, but unless they've given the Duster a facelift and it's they, got the new lights at the front. Oh, oh yeah. So all all Daces, sorry, have recently, or Datches as they like to be called. Yeah. Uh, they've recently changed the front end of all their cars to, oh, okay. for a new badging. But they haven't changed the back. And what they've done just on the back, odd. it's hilarious, is they've, they all they've done, is changed you, a you little see it bumper says yeah, yeah. Dacia uh -huh. in letters, yeah. and it used to have a badge. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, so they're trying to go down the Volvo route. Yeah, yeah. But if you saw that driving along, I mean, if you saw that parked on someone's driveway, it's nice. At first glance, A, you'd probably think it's a Volvo. Yeah. But B, that doesn't scream, I've spent £23,000 on a brand new car that's a hybrid. No. That screams, I've got a family car that I might actually go camping with. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah. But I mean, people would take those. Only because I wouldn't go camping. Yeah, exactly. That's the hurdle or there, not to, the car. <laughs> to the sea. Yeah, and park on the well, beach. Well, no, I'd get I'd get capped by one of those. It's a, for the, for the money. If it was it within is, the budget we're looking for, I'd get one. <laughs> but, but this is what's mad for me is that you know I know obviously you're going to buy something used. So yeah. It's a, but oh if, yeah, but if you were looking at getting, if you said yeah. I'm out with my partner and I'm looking to buy a brand new car because you know we want the warranty and we know that we'll lose a bit more money, but you know what? If we can find a bargain, we'll go with something. Which is a conversation is that's going to be being had up and down. The countries, the yeah. people who listen to this, they're just like, I need a car mm -hmm. and preferably one that's sort of up to date. So hybrid. Yeah. Because, I'm, you know, we, we live in a time where when people are crawling along in a drive through or whatever else, they, they just want to be silent to that bit of crawling. And I have to say, after driving a hybrid, I self-charging. Yes. I, I, I'm not a big. Th I get the plug thing. I'd, I'd want a self-charging. Yeah, man. just yeah. self-charging. It's like, it's no effort. Like, if you're, whenever you go to the public and say, we're trying to sell you something, what does it have to be? So it has to be better than what I've got now. And it has to be easier. Yeah. Okay. What I've got is something that's inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you'll have to do it in the ways we tell you and go to the places we tell you. Oh, I'm not interested. Oh, and it's going to be more expensive. Yeah. Like all, it's mind blowing, isn't it? It's mind blowing that the the only thing really propping that up is then company car sales have to. Yeah. So the law, I think, effectively for, forces you. Which, as someone who, you know, I do believe capitalism works. Mm -hmm. That's not capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really, like capitalism should be. A company's come up with an idea. It's a good idea. 
I know it can have uh, an economic term, but negative externalities like long, like other negatives that it can form. And we should have controls for that. Yeah, but yeah. when you are saying we're going to force you down this route and then uh, we'll just sell it to people who are buying company cars because <laughs> we'll tell them they have to buy these ones. Yeah. It's like, OK, you know, I'm not going to die on that hill. It's, it's not doesn't interest me that much to, yeah. to really fight it. But the fact there's manufacturers that are sort of saying, well, we still want to provide we, we still got a name, you know, be out there and, and, and be true to our name. Yeah. If that's you came out and said, we've got a seventy four thousand pound new EV jogger <laughs> that does not exist in two seconds, they would sell one. Yeah. To their CEO. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, whereas this, for that price, I mean, that's what a used diesel um what's the Volkswagen, Sam? Tiguan. The equivalent to that, T Rock, probably T Rock. Yeah. T Rock's a bit smaller, but you know that's well, what one of those T Rock to Tiguan. That's the that's yeah. what it is. I mean, T I bet I use Tiguan. It's two years old or three years old. I bet it's more than that. Uh, if you want an R line, yeah, definitely. I wonder even if in like an S yeah. spec might be, Maybe. might be. Yeah. I don't know. But this is also. I mean, they're not going to do it as a diesel. If people are sort of wanting diesel, it's going to be a petrol hybrid. But I don't think. Having driven around um, in, in that Corolla while I was in Australia, mm -hmm. I kind of get why. I did argue it for quite a while. I was like, why don't we do diesel hybrid? Because if you have diesel hybrid, you could actually genuinely get 100 miles to the gallon. Yeah, I think people are moving away from diesel, though. I know yeah, I know, new diesels are, yeah, are clean, are clean sort of but, stuff, but it's, it's got too much of a bad rep now, hasn't it? But 1.6 litre with a... Um, oh, hang on. I just want to make sure I'm saying this right. I, mean, yeah. I, I think that's brilliant. I'd buy one. It's just one of those things of when they're coming out and saying, we've got, you know, we've got a hybrid. It's going to be quick enough for any family because it's going to have that initial push of an electric yeah. motor. It's not going to do not to 60 in two seconds. And you know what? A small margin of family people <laughs> need that. You know, if, if your wife comes and says, right, here's my requirements. So I ha it has to be a little bit lifted because of my back. Yeah, and it has to have good access to the back. Yeah, it has to not sixty in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna. A Model X. Well, no, we've got a Kia Sor Kia Sorento at what at school. Yes. Yeah, you showed me a picture. Which yeah. is a self-charging hybrid. It's brilliant. It's great fun to drive. I mean, I mean, the diesel engine in that is at best poor, but aside from that. I think it's like the smallest diesel you can get. I think it's a 1.6 diesel. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it's smaller than that. Yeah. Um. It, if you put your foot down in it, it, it likes to shout a lot and not do much. Yeah. Doesn't but surprise me. As if you're just regular driving, like you could overtake someone quite comfortably. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, if you're you're, you're looking, I just on a country lane want to see what its performance was like because I've not driven a plug-in uh, a self-charging hybrid. But no, I think that that was brilliant. And you can crawl around town on the battery and you can have the battery specs up on the screen and it tells you when it's charging, when it's yeah. not. It's all yeah, good yeah. fun for everyone involved. It is, isn't it? And also, if you are uh, interested in, you know, most people <clears throat> most people want to save a few quid, just is how mm -hmm. we're built. So when, whenever that little screen says to you, you're currently... Because yeah. it's not electricity that you've put in. No. So yeah. you haven't paid for it at yeah. any point. <laughs> so when it says, oh... You've charged your battery up, and now you get to use it, and you're like, "These are free miles." Exactly. Like, if I didn't do one mile, that's free. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's at no cost to it, apart from maintaining the car. But it's like 
that's where. But again, this is where I get a bit frustrated. Is no one but private buyers will probably buy this. No. And the reason being, the um, benefit in kind tax ban is twenty seven percent. So if you were to buy an electric ID three, yeah, I think it's two percent. Right. Okay. So that's two percent. So you take your um, your overall salary, cut it down to your tax amount whatever you're on, whether it's the lower mm-hmm. tax amount or the higher tax amount, and then you take 2% of that. Right, okay. So 2% is nothing. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. You know, we're talking pounds. Mm-hmm. 27% though, is quite a bit. Yeah, that's, you know, that's where you start to say, mm, you know, even though it's a lower price, because it's such a low percentage of a higher price, yeah, it's, it's just not, never, yeah, the math is never going to work out. But for for private buyers, this is... I don't know, this is the car to buy. I mean, they do do, even cheaper than this, they do a one-litre turbo. Okay. Um, Which aren't bad now, one-litre turbo. No, it's not. It's just, I think it's, they start at like £19,000. A brand new car for £19,000. I, I, I don't want to be too enthusiastic about any one car company on here. Yeah. But the only, the only downside I could see to this car is that it says it's a four-speed clutchless automatic right uh, it's a floor four speed clutchless uns- i'm actually looking at the, the spec yeah. and what it's called i've never actually seen that they're going down the <laughs> <laughs> yeah four speed clutchless unsynchronized automated manual right which is a bit bizarre but i would have thought it's because the battery that is filling in. True, so they have with a four speed. If you uh, that, there'll be long be the gears. Only thing that worries me is how loud is it going to be? At no, no. With the, the gears, I, my bet would be that the um, the gearing is long because they yeah. don't need it to be short. But then, like my Astra is very loud at eighty. Yeah, but they have gears. to. It needs another. It needed. Yeah, it needed but that's six because they have to shorten the gear ratio. Yeah, for you that would be power. my only concern. But you yeah. sim- you simply solve that with a test drive, don't you? Yeah, you do, and you see how long those. I, my my bet is that those like it will be. Three gears of acceleration, and then one of just and then four <laughs> like kicks in at seventy or something, and yeah. it just does all like everything yeah. else because it, I can I can't imagine they would hamper it in in such a way no. as to, and and with that long description they've got there, mm, yeah, I, I can only think oh yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure someone will. I'm just trying to pick a hole in something so it's not yeah. You've got we've just got, a we've got to find Yeah, I mean. I don't even think they're that bad. I was going to knock its styling. No, the styling, the styling that. is the best part of it. Um, and I, and also their um, publication photographs are very good as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for a, for a brand that sort of says we're cheap, come and buy us. They've um, well, they've gone to quite an effort there. The only, I suppose, what they definitely we, didn't hire you. That's the point. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what could we knock it? Not um, sixty is ten seconds. I suppose that's probably about. I think I, d- I don't think there's a lot to knock, to be honest. Um, Quick, might get hold of one and we'll see. Yeah, I might be tempted to um, reach um, out and say we are a very, very, very popular. No, no. Funny enough, I spent a whole day with the you uh, did. press guy from Daisy. Send him a picture of your article that you've got framed. <laughs> yeah, my wife and say, got it framed. To be fair, yeah, but you still got it framed. And where is it? On the floor behind right. a lot yeah. of other stuff because you're that grateful. <laughs> I'd have it on the wall. Yeah, I just don't want any space. You had space. You could have put it up here behind us where we're sitting now. But you chose to put up some... Mm, that would seem a little bit... I don't think it would. Mm. At all. Maybe it's a future one. Yeah. I think, I think I'll think i keep that, 
that one for myself, that Dacia one. I was quite proud of when I wrote that yeah, Dacia one because it was sit about and cuddle it at night. <laughs> yeah, it was about healthcare and everything else, and Dacia. And you look brilliant in a high vis coat. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I suppose the only things, the only compromises would be uh, driving dynamics are not going to be that high. But then this is a family car, so I'm really trying yeah. to find. But is a Nissan Qashqai? Uh, I'm sorry, Sam. Just fill for a second. Ah, good. The old classic fill with no topic. <laughs> Whilst we're in the middle of a topic. <laughs> no, sorry. I thought for a second there in there because I, I was just trying to understand about this four-speed clutchless unsynchronized automated. Ma- I was just trying to understand how does it work. It's a bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, it? I know. It's it's, it's, it's uh, unsynchronized. Sounds to me like you could be in fourth one minute. Yeah, what and a then first. first. <laughs> <laughs> but just straight between all of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're driving. It's also an automated manual as well. <laughs> I know, that, which is, just seems a bit. But I, I, I assume that means that you will be driving, changing gears, and the car going, no, you need to be in this gear. And <laughs> yes. in a different one. Uh, even the weights, actually. I, I was going to try and find... I found its curb weight, which is 1,380 kilos, so for a hybrid. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I've just noticed, you do lose a bit of boot space because you're carrying the hybrid system. So over what you would get if you had the one-litre turbo, which is cheaper... Yeah. Um, you're not lose... going to show you a picture of it on the website, are they? <laughs> uh, they they probably will have a. Perhaps it's back. Yeah, it's they're, they're not gonna, they're not going to show you a picture of the boot. Oh, there we being go. Lost. That's still a big boot. You oh, fit a I pram think in it's there? just the corners here, Sam. You fit a pram in there. Yeah, you. Oh, that's with all seven seats up. Yeah. So I mean, how many? Like most of the time, you wouldn't use the. No, definitely another row. Um. What can we criticise it for, Sam? Well, I think oh. we, we've realised we can't. I, I suppose the one thing would be is that is for the that's for the hybrid, but I think that's in there the entry spec for the hybrid. Yeah, so we don't know what the price of the picture car is, <laughs> which is obviously top spec. Yeah, I'd imagine that's a top spec, but I just I don't know also because I know what Dacia also did is they cut off almost like they cut the bottom half of their base spec off. Right. So okay. now the entry spec is actually mid spec yeah it's actually quite good it's, it's sort of the one that what they realized was that they used to sell a uh one of their hatchbacks that had um what was it what's the hatchback called the sandero, sandero yeah and it didn't have a radio and yeah. it had wind up windows yes they yeah, used yeah, to yeah. sell that as yeah, the yeah. cheapest car in the, and they realized they sold like two of them yeah and so they just they just cut them because uh, well you turned a negative into a positive uh, well done. <laughs> yeah well, but unless unless because of the hybrid things, they sort of say to you, look, um, you know, we have taken a bit more away yeah. than if you bought the one lead. So maybe. do you want seats? Yeah. But I, I reckon, I mean, obviously they'll try and sell these on payments and I can't imagine the payments would be that expensive. But the other thing that will go against it, over buying something like a Corolla, which would be more money, but if you're buying on payments, the Corolla's probably going to be worth more at the end. Yes. So that's something to consider. Although who knows with the current car market? I mean, well, in the current car market, this thing will the be worth Corolla, 50 grand. The Corolla, the Corolla will be worth three grand, and that will be a multi-million pound car. Yeah, and Lamborghinis, will, you'd be tripping over them for yeah. 10p. you be like, oh, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> uh, that's the end of this podcast, Sam, unless you have any more that you want to add in there. I don't, which I know will come as a surprise to regular listeners. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I'd be shocked. Do you, want to give us any, that I <laughs> do you want to give us any science-y stuff before you go? Uh, don't eat yellow snow. Science, yeah, is it? Yeah, <laughs> scientific life advice. <laughs> oh, the other, um, 
one quick thing if you have an electric vehicle uh i think tesla are having to start opening up their charging stations hey. wider than they were before well that's good because they did announce it and they announced it across the world and then i think i said in the uk it was like 14 of them yeah which when you've got 600 it's not really a, yeah exactly yeah. um so good news any oh, actually any narrowing down in your search for a pickup truck, Sam? Uh, it's been put on hold. Put on a, hold? Just for a little while. Indefinite hold while he, Indefinite hold while he waits to buy a Toyota. <laughs> no, probably a Ford. Yeah, I, th I think I a think, Ford might Which will please you. I just, I saw a lot of them when I was in Australia, and the more I saw them, the, the one thing that actually, I know you like a D-Max, but the one thing that convinced me against it, all the ones I saw in Australia, with three liter diesels yeah and then i realized because i think you sent me one yeah we, quite we have 2.5 we only have the 2.5 and you know why no it's those people that you really like sam because the government ah yes uh, because because of the emissions rules we oh, have okay. here in australia they're a bit more lenient especially when it comes to commercials because they understand and this is going to shock people that work within the legislative side but it's i, I know they'll just have to sit down for a minute <laughs> some people work for a living Right? Yeah, and some, what, some. <laughs> and what they need to do is ferry around materials. Yep. In their commercial vehicle, mm -hmm. and in doing so, they might also need to tow something. Yeah. So they might add weight. And so, what they've been allowed to do in Australia is get on with doing that, yeah. building their country, and the government's not got in their way, <laughs> uh, and said, "Well, you need the three liter, then, don't you? Yeah. Because the three liter, you'll be able to tow a lot more, get around a lot quicker, and you can fill the back up with as much as you need, whether it's a cement mixer." Or just some carpet materials. Yeah. Whereas here, we've given it all to company car drivers, people that work in an office. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have the lower engines, because they don't need them. But th that really... Oh, my briefcase was really heavy this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I find that really sad, actually, because I know that there's a lot of people that, you know, they're, do it, they're, they're doing the jobs that really matter to keeping things moving. Yes, we are. And... and uh, Maybe not so much now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but there's a lot of things that if you think about, and you know, Sam's a prime example, the amount of times you drive along a road, look at a field, I've, it doesn't click in my mind that if there wasn't someone maintaining that area mm -hmm. to make it, you know, mowed and make it look nice and all that other stuff, then it would just be a rambling bush. Exactly. And on the other side of it, when you need a plumber, when you need mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, some of them can arrive in vans, yeah. but especially builders... They have a huge advantage having a pickup truck because when they have to carry something that is oversized, just put it in the back. Yeah, it will go in a pickup truck yeah. or on a the pickup van. truck <laughs> and then they just secure it down. Yeah. So to me, I think commercials should be, and I'm a bit baffled as to why they don't have more leniency. I know that people are, are worried about it becoming the American thing where everyone just drives a pickup truck even if they're just going to the office. Yes. But you have to at some point just say that'll happen fine but, but it won't happen for long people get bored there'll yeah, be a also, new fad that comes out or something that's more popular and people will do that yeah so. also you know how many people really want to drive a three liter diesel d-max to their office rather than driving a bmw yeah three series or whatever yeah, like exactly. how many people are actually really going to do that yeah so i found that a bit sad because i saw some really nice d-max over in australia and every time i saw them you know they'd all been customised in mm -hmm. some special way or whatever else, uh, put on big wheels or, or or they had the tradey ball bar, as I started to call it, where they have this front like extension put on it 
and I didn't realise this. I was, as I stopped at a McDonald's and a tradie came in and he has like an extension on the front with a piece of metal that goes upwards and that supports a bit of tubing that he was transporting on the top of his pickup oh, truck. Yeah. Okay. So he had like a 20 foot bit of tubing. Yeah. So it can be held on the front of the vehicle with yeah. this sort of extension. Off so of does it flop down? Yeah. yeah. And then at the back, he just had another one lifted up. And I was like, that's genius because it's not creating any drag because it's got a massive hole in it. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> but how else would he transport it? Well, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, when I saw that and I was like, oh, D-Max. And we were talking about it. And then you said, oh, we could only get the two and a half. I was like, when you compare that off to what you can get in the Ranger, mm -hmm. which is the 3.25 cylinder, boys, you know. I mean, I know Sam's just going to buy the Raptor, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and we all know that's where he's going to go with it. Yeah. But um, no, but uh, as a serious sort of look at it, I know they do a two litre and a 2.2 and the 3.2. And I think the two litres actually considered like meant to be pretty good. Yeah. Pretty powerful and everything else. But, you know, I, for whatever reason, Isuzu weren't there with the two and a half. They were there with the three litre. They've kept making the three litre in markets that will let them sell it. And then all the other people that try to build stuff and keep things maintained for a living just don't have that as an option. I'm yeah. not knocking it too hard because I'm very aware they can still buy a Hilux and a Ranger yeah, and everything yeah, else. Yeah. But it's just a, a point of contention is maybe these are not, maybe this isn't the corner of the market to really say we need to do, you know, they need to have DPFs and yeah, all of this course, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. They need, they, you know, they've got to be clean to an extent. But if other countries are sort of going, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, not sure how many people are going around London in a brand new D-Max doing burnouts. No, it's precisely. Yeah. Well, just Sam, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. We shall see you in the next one. Have a good week, everyone. Yeah, have a good week. Bye.